The Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. So you're in Western Pennsylvania. I'm in Western Pennsylvania. Um, it hasn't been – it's been cloudy and dark, uh, terrible weather. It's snowing tomorrow. Uh, just general horrible, horrible times. Not because uh, of normal weather patterns in January, but because the Steelers brought back Matt Canada. There is a general darkness that has engulfed the region that <laughs> that just that has just taken over our lives. And everything is horrible because the Steelers brought back Matt Canada, and that, that's it. And, and and nothing will ever good happen again until until he gets fired. That's yeah. that's it. Well, I mean, it's definitely one of those clouds. Um, here's the thing: they've now finished 23rd in offense in back to back years, and you know, 23rd. It's not like 13th. It's 23rd, which means you're in the bottom half. You know, um, and that's the thing. It's like, well. Okay, we finished strong at seven and two. Can't take that away. Not a bad job. But you were hoping, I think all of us were hoping that we were going to have this momentum going into the next season. And one of that momentum was supposed to be a new offensive coordinator. And that's not happening. So we went from probably a week and a half, what, the two weeks, Joe, of, okay, what's next? And what's next was not what a lot of Steeler fans wanted to hear. Not from a guy that, just is not getting the most out of his players. Um, and I think really, you know, to defend Steeler Nation, I think a lot of us still feel that we're a little bitter over that time when the Steelers had a pretty jacked up offense with Ben in his prime, A.B., good running backs, a uh, time when that offensive line wasn't old, when you, you had, um, you know, DeCastro and some great, great offensive line, great play by the offense and, we just have, we're not able to get there then or capitalize on that. And now I think a lot of people think we're back to the same thing. Got a good quarterback. Kenny Pickett's showing capability. He's growing. We got decent receiving core. Pickett, um, or Pickens has the makings of a next great wide receiver. Good running back. Offensive line starting to gel a little. Great tight ends. And you're bringing back the guy that a lot of people just feel – can't get him that next step. The funny thing to me is that every year, every year there's another excuse with, with him. Um, two years ago it was, well, he has big Ben. So he really can't put in his offense. Cause big Ben is an old dinosaur and they can't move. And okay. So then we can't put in, we can't put in the office last year. It was, Kenny Pickett, he's a rookie. He's a baby. We, you can't put in the whole offense. Maybe Tomlin told him to to tone it down and keep it keep it uh, simple or 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 you know restricted so he doesn't make mistakes. What's going to be the I, excuse next year? There's it seems like there's always an excuse for why he sucks. Maybe maybe it's just that he sucks. I I think you're. I I don't know how else to put it. I mean. I think they were robbed a little bit with Calvin Austin, the third getting hurt. 
Um, you know, the rookie they drafted out of Memphis, he does play to Canada's strengths. His pass catching ability is very solid. His speed is incredible. We we got robbed of losing him in the preseason. He was out for the rest of the year. I would love to see how he looks, but Calvin Austin the third is not going to take this team from twenty third to top ten, at least not under Matt Canada. Yeah, um, uh, you know, going seven and two really that's that's you know what 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 they all point to. It's like, well, look how much we've improved. It's like. Okay, really? Really? R- really hasn't improved because, you know, is this what we are expecting that the defense has to score, that the defense has to give up 15 points or less, and that we win every game 16 to 15? Because that's all we're scoring. It's all we're scoring is like maybe 16 or 17 points a game. Sorry, that don't cut it. No, not, not in this the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, it, it doesn't cut it. And, and the other thing, too, is it's, it just doesn't seem like when you look right now at what the Bengals just did to the Bills, to me, the Bengals are the favorite going into that Chiefs game. Uh, and that Chiefs is a team has a really great offense. We're not even in the same league as either of those offenses. Um, you could say the Browns were a better balanced offense than us, even though we got the better of them in that last matchup. Um, yeah, I mean, I just don't see it. It needs a new attitude. And it also goes back to Joe's, what was the communication on with Kenny Pickett and, you know, Trubisky didn't Canada, or maybe Canada did say to Tomlin, look, we got to go with Pickett. He's our guy from the very beginning, or we at least got to get him reps with the starting players in the preseason. Did Mike Tomlin say, no, no, we're not going to do that. Or did he not fight in law enough or did he not see enough in Kenny Pickett to say, we need to get him first team reps because he never got it, which that also put us in a hole because it was evident that Kenny was not on the same page as the receivers for the first two and a half games, three games of his start, um, got better along the way. But you have to wonder, had Kenny Pickett gotten the reps he needed and should have gotten, it would have been better from the start. Uh, and then the other thing is, if you look at numbers, Joe, we haven't had a double-digit win season one in five years. One double-digit season in five years. Meanwhile, the Bengals went from 10 and 7 I think what 13 and three this year because the Bills game didn't count, uh, regular season game. So they keep on improving. It, and, you know, not there. I, I never, th- I didn't really think of that until you said it's uh, the plan at some point was to bring Kenny Pickett in. It had to have been. Right. And if that's the plan, then at some point you let him take reps with the first team and they didn't, they didn't at all. It was all about preparing Mitch. How'd that work out for them? Awful. <laughs> that Awful. that's, that was poor planning on their parts. That was poor planning because that even, even Kenny Pickett said, it's like, Oh, this is my first time I'm working with the one with the ones. And like, that was in the middle of the season. Come on. And everybody man. was like, you got to be kidding me. It's your first time. Um, so, yeah, you know, and that, I, that's where at that point, where was that communication? I mean, again, maybe Tomlin said, no, I want it this way, but I have to figure that a, a good offensive coordinator has to make themselves heard. And they had to have seen a, they would have seen a problem or said, hey, we need to do this. And whatever, for whatever reason, that communication didn't get through. And the Steelers suffered a bit for that. 
you it know, it really didn't make sense. It really, I didn't even think about that until now. That that just that that's just that's just poor, poor planning. Poor, you, you, you yeah. Well, uh, it, it, it's not any of that, but it's all this sort of poor execution. I mean, I, I found it funny, including myself. There were a lot of other sports media guys from other sports cities taking crats at Matt Canada when some of these offenses have failed, namely that Minnesota play fourth and eight, and they throw a three yard out route to yeah. <laughs> uh, to TJ Hawkinson. And, uh, you know, that guy had been going down the field all, all game long, and they, that's your play you come up with on fourth and eight. And there was a guy saying it looks like a Matt Canada play. Like, yeah. Pretty bad. When, like, a, you know, the reporter out of Minneapolis is taking a shot at Matt Canada. It's a patented thing. It's a, if it's a poorly designed play, that it, it, it must, they must have Matt Canada it. So. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's the thing. And I, I do feel like if there was any saving grace for Steeler fans, it was this well, let's hang our hat on seven and two. Uh, we dug ourselves a big hole. I get it. A lot of young talent. Let's see where we're going. Whoever this new guy comes in can maybe take this offense to where it needs to be, fill the holes, bring in some free agents. Let's see what Omar Khan does. Uh, but before we could get to Khan, before we could get to uh, free agency, before we could get to any of that, the one thing we wanted to happen didn't happen, and that's why we're all sitting here with that dark cloud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. This is Omar Khan's first draft and first yep. offseason. It was all it was all Colbert's last year. He took the, he handled the whole thing, and then and then they gave it to Khan. So it's going to be yeah. really interesting. Um, they have that who is a Weidel or whatever the the guy from the Eagles. I think it's very interesting to see how they uh, how they address things because he's you know if he's going from what they did at the Eagles, the Eagles' philosophy was strengthen the line, both lines, offensive and defensive, and. Cool. Let's do it. Um, it's gotten the Eagles to a pretty good spot right now. Yeah, yeah. I can't can't complain about that. Uh, what do you think is the top priority in in either the, the offseason, the free agency, or the draft? I think you really got to address, you know, our tackles, uh, and and you really got to address uh both sides of the line and, and we're very thin at linebacker joe i mean we we need some other guys to help out there um i, I know joey porter jr is a popular pick right uh his dad was joey porter played at penn state for all the penn staters out there they'd love to see him there uh, just as much as Pitt fans like to see Pitt players right can he pick it at uh at the steelers but I don't know. I mean, you know, there's some other studs out there that I think they need to start taking out. Now, I've said to you a couple of times, draft party at Joe's house, uh, do a live broadcast from there. But uh, there's there's several issues, uh, which is scary. Um, how much can they go and get in free agency? I think I think they've got to do what a lot of Steeler teams haven't done in the past is get a little crazy. Um, yeah, you get the every once in a while, the Kevin Green or the Larry Foote. Um, guys, but you need to go find a Kevin Green, Larry Foot signing this year. You need to find that guy, uh, I think, especially on the defensive line. Because this defensive line, despite Cam Hayward, who we all love, it's not been the same since Tuit, since Stefan Tuit got injured. And, you know, Stefan Tuit has not been what he was. He's not anywhere around. He's just not the, He's not there anymore. You know, they drafted Leo from Texas A&M. Uh, didn't make that big of an impact. Uh, I wasn't real happy about that pick when I made it. I thought there was other guys. 
so yeah, I think they're back to square one on the defensive line. I think that's my biggest thing would be get that defensive line squared away and the offensive line. Cam is amazing. Um, and he's in his 12th year and final year of that contract, Joe. Exactly. He is, <laughs> he is not young. And no. especially at, on defensive line, it's amazing. It's amazing that he's still playing at a high level, but that's an anomaly and you can't count on that. And you, he's, He's going to need help. He's going to need a breather. He can't play a whole game anymore. So, yeah, we need to help him out. We And we need to get the, his replacement. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, whether they bring back Gogan Joby or not, it would be nice. But but get, 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 get an offensive tackle, get defensive line, and, and, and just rotate people. Keep them fresh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, it's you look at that line and it's like we don't learn from our mistakes because I think it's been what since 2012 or 2013. We haven't taken an offensive lineman in the first round. We got so comfortable with the Castro. We got so comfortable with Pouncey. And you're sitting there thinking, yo, these guys are getting older uh, to the point where it was just done. Uh, and we had no one to replace them, you know. Uh, so, yeah. And again, I think that goes back to. I have very little faith in what Matt Canada is telling Mike Tomlin I need or Omar Khan. You know, if we're relying on Matt Canada, I'm scared. Um, I just hope Omar Khan, I think we got to hang our hat on Omar Khan um, and, and Tomlin to a degree. Maybe he'll want another quarterback or something. Or a, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, or something. That, well, Who knows? I brought that up a couple of podcasts with you ago when uh, they drafted that quarterback in the seventh round and the Bears and a guy's name always escapes me. The Bears drafted that tackle in the seventh round. He ends up making an NFL all-rookie team. He starts almost 12 all-games. He was a monster. Um, they could have drafted him because the Bears drafted him uh, right after Steelers drafted that quarterback who didn't even make the team. Yeah, yeah. And and, and I think they're going to need a quarterback. Heck, they, they should have kept them just for just for 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 fun. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, most most likely, Mitch Trubisky is going to be gone. Mason's definitely gone, and then now they're going to need two backup quarterbacks. So why not have one be a rookie? But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I want. I would love a like stud offensive tackle in the in, in with their first round pick. Yeah. Then go hard defensive line. I don't. I mean, I I know that's a that's a cliche. It's like, well, the Steelers are bad at drafting cornerbacks, but they are also they also like draft cornerbacks. Like they don't draft cornerbacks early, so it doesn't really matter. But um, you you're a Penn State fan. What do you think about Joey Porter Jr.? He's a real deal. Uh, he he didn't give up a touchdown this year. He didn't give up a touchdown. I mean, he's he uh, even in the Ohio State game, you know, which ended up losing. Uh, he had shut Marvin Harrison Jr. down that entire game until Ohio State moved him to the slot, uh, took and got Porter off of him. That's that's basically why they did that. They move Harrison to the slot, and then Harrison explodes, uh, and uh, you know, Penn State didn't have an answer, which they should have. Uh, that's a story for another story for another time, but. I mean, he's gone up against the best that the Big Ten's had to offer, um, that the SEC's had to offer. You know, uh, the kid from Auburn, his name escapes me too. He was all SEC, shut him down. He's physical, and and he does have that element of his dad. He barks. He, you know, he he brings that grit. I think the Steelers have that with Watt. 
Uh, I think that Watt is still not a Joey Porter type. You almost need uh, that proverbial asshole. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and, you know, I remember, remember when uh, Porter was on the cover of SI wearing nothing but his pads. And I think they called him the meanest or baddest man in the NFL or something like that. Uh, you, they kind of need that. And, and, and he brings that to the table, uh, that tenacity in the backfield. And um, I, I'm definitely not going to be upset if they take him, but I, I just, I really hope we come out of there with a line. You got to protect Pickett in uh, a defensive line because our linebackers are, are being relied on to way too much in pass coverage right now uh, because the defensive line's barely, other than Cam, getting in a lot of pressure. Yeah, um, I've heard a, uh, a comparison for Jerry Porter Jr. to Marcus Peters of the Ravens, and that would be amazing. Yes, yeah. please. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you need good corners. You need a good defensive line, and you need a good offensive line, and that's it. Don't you dare, Steelers, draft a wide receiver early. Don't you dare. Are you, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you. Look at me. Look at me, Steelers. Do not take Jordan Ass in the first round. Do not. No, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Nope. We'll have to use the beat button a lot in that podcast. <laughs> you know what? You know, yes. whenever I hear, whenever I hear, but he was with Kenny Pickett and they have such good, they're so good together. You know, it was also really good together. Mason Rudolph. And what's this? James Washington. Yeah. How did that work out? Not real well. <laughs> Not real well. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I do like Addison. Um, he's a good receiver, but I think he might be okay in the NFL. But I, I agree. Like, they've got the receivers in place. You can go get receivers. There's dime, there are a dime a dozen. Um, if you feel like you got to you know finish out this receiving core or something, we need linemen. Uh, I think that's where it starts. I take a cornerback. You know, um, but they they need some guys to to get in there. A good nose tackle. They need something. Um, they just do. And yeah, and at some point, maybe both inside linebackers. Maybe maybe they need like two or three inside linebackers. I don't know. We're not we're not rocking with uh, Spillane and Mark Robinson or whatever. That can't be your starting inside linebackers. No. no, no, no. This is a team that needs good inside linebackers, and they haven't had that for years now. Devin Bush was a giant swing and miss. Oh, uh, he's gone this year. Thank so, goodness. Yeah, I Go mean, dude. yeah. You think back to those days when we were, we were contending for the Super Bowl, we're going to the Super Bowl when you had you had Larry Foot back there, and, and you had you know Simmons, and you had some of these guys who were just or Timmons. I'm sorry. You had such great uh, depth and chemistry there. And, and uh, High Smith was great, but the inside linebacker spot is, yeah, another one. Um, and they have what, Joe? So they have two rounds, two picks in the first round. And um, I don't think anybody in Pittsburgh is going to be mad if they go defense, defense. Um, you know, you look at what I keep going back to what the Chiefs did. You know, they, they scored like, I think it was Mahomes, either rookie or his second year. They scored 35 and a half points a game. They were number one scoring offense in the NFL. They didn't get to the Super Bowl. So what do the Chiefs do? They go spend their money on the offensive line and the defense. They fell a full. They fell back to 32 points a game, but you know what? They also their defense limited opponents to around 20 points a game, and they go in and win a Super Bowl. And I feel if you want to take the Eagles or the Chiefs, one of those two teams, that's who you got to kind of go after. So if they're gonna do, like you suggested, which I think is a great point, 
you bring in this guy from the Eagles, and if they're going to address the line, then go for it. But I think you can also address the line free agency. It doesn't have to all be predicated on just a draft. But I feel that this is maybe their most important draft in maybe over a decade. It's Khan's first draft. There's a lot of holes, a lot of depth issues. You need to address those in this draft. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, eh, eh, bashing Tomlin is uh, or or the subject of Tomlin is very uh, is a very big topic among Steelers fans and and the people that uh, don't like him point out that his his lousy uh, playoff record in in the past few years. Uh, I I think at some point that's okay because they were basically in a rebuild the past couple of years. You know, you lost, you lost your franchise quarterback. Your, your, your offensive line has gone to crap. Okay. That was last year. This year you started to, to, to build it up, but this is it. This next year is the, is when the rebuild is we're, we're done with the excuses. We're done with the rebuild. We're done with all that crap. It's time to deliver. It's time to just, just not go barely above 500 it's time to do better and it's time to and if they don't if they go back if they go down then then it's time to say okay maybe timeline is tomlin it's time to go yeah you know and, and i mean it's look people miss on on drafts um you know ziggy hood i remember him i mean what a, what a miss he was uh and you know the sealer you can say the same for Tomlin and, and the kid out of Illinois, the center that they drafted. Um, I mean, he didn't even play this year hardly at all. You know, what a miss he was. He was a horrible, horrible draft pick. Uh, he played guard at Illinois, and he switched to centers last oh, year. Oh, Kendrick Green. Yeah. Um, oh, oh. You know, they talked about, well, he's – I mean, what he needed to do last year was really hit the weight room and, and get himself so he wasn't getting pushed back into – the quarterback's lap, like Ben, Ben was holding him like a baby a few times. Um, <laughs> yeah. Didn't do it. He's pissed about it. He's, he's a guy that could easily get cut this year after camp. Um, if they, if they address that, he's a guy that could get cut and they drafted him what second round. So um, the, who's ever making their assessments with guys like that, that's a miss. So yeah, he, that's why I'm saying you're right. Um, if, if the tall, if you want the tall haters to go away, this is the chance, right? This last draft, not horrible. Um, to, like I said, we, we kind of got robbed. I mean, Leal, uh, a rookie, so I'll give him a chance. Maybe he can show something this offseason and, and play hard in next year. Uh, I mean, his wingspan's like almost six foot seven. He's monstrous. Uh, he's exactly what they need. Um, maybe, you know, he can make a, a lunge forward, so I'm hoping for that. Austin the third, like to see how he plays. You can't give a fair bet on that. Pick it. Great, great draft pick. Uh, and Pickens, good draft pick. So not a failure last year. Uh, still kind of to be determined, right? But you, you got to back that up with a good draft this year. You, you That and you got to make splashes in free agency. Yeah. Um, because the AFC North is really good. Not sure if everyone's noticed that. The Browns are good. The Ravens are good. I think a little overrated. The Bengals are really good. So if you're going to, A, get out of this division next year, you got to have double digits wins. Again, back to the fact they've only had that once in five years. You got to get double digit wins. Got to dig yourself out of the basement and challenge the Bengals. Yeah, you're right. Uh, 
the the Browns got a mulligan because of all the stuff that happened with Deshaun Watson. Now he's going to have a full off season, a full training camp. He's going to be better next year. And that could, that could spell trouble. The Ravens, who knows what's going on with them, but you know, they're always good. And then the bit, yeah. the Bengals are basically the second best team in the NFL right now. So yeah, just getting out of the division alone or just, just, just surviving in the division is going to be hard enough. So uh, the Steelers got a tough road, uh, and, and they, they got to be tough too. So it's going to be going to be real interesting. And you just—I don't think Steeler fans are too happy today, Joe. I mean, the, the Patriots brought in Bill O'Brien. Uh, I think that's an extremely smart move. Probably the best move the Patriots have done their coaching staff in five yeah. six years. Uh, they bring back the guy they need. Uh, and and half of Pittsburgh's driving around. They like. Damn it, we have Matt Canada. They got Bill O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now Byron Leftwich, which I think oh, I would have been really happy if they would have brought Leftwich here, and they still might. Um, but, you know, uh, that would have a guy I would really like to see here. There is hope. Um, last year, Brian Flores kind of fell in their lap, and Tomlin basically created a position for him. Basically yeah. just made up a position and said, hey, you're helping us out. Maybe something like that will happen. Maybe Byron Leftwich isn't doing anything. Maybe someone else. Not to replace Matt Canada, but just, just to help. Just to, maybe hopefully re- eventually replace Matt Canada. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, hey, bro, maybe lighten up on the jet sweeps or the throws yeah. throws short of the sticks. Maybe. Yeah. No. Let's throw a 10 yard pass every once in a while. And yeah, yeah. What a concept. Yeah. Um, I, you know, you, I think you said it best a couple of weeks ago when we were talking and it, it seemed like they were in like a sinking ship. Like they plugged one hole and then another hole went to hell. I mean, they, they were doing good and then they couldn't stop the run for like three weeks in a row. Uh, it just, it, I mean, that's, that's, and that's a depth issue. You know, it, yeah. when it when it goes from one area to another, you get you, that's and that's what they really need to address: depth and, and getting some talent on the defense and that offensive line. So they they have a lot of work. Um, can it be done? Yeah, um, I think they're right there. They're, they're getting close, but um, this is this is the most important offseason and draft in over in over a decade for the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. Bar none. I agree. Um... It's very exciting, though, that they the Bears handed them the the uh, the thirty second overall pick. Which is here's the really fun thing about that: it's not the first round pick. It kind of is a first round pick, but it's not the first round pick. Which right. means it's a day. It's the first pick of day two. Which means you're gonna have your draft day one Thursday night. Things are, you know, everything explodes. Everything's happening. Then they have a day. Teams have a day to look over things. And somebody is going to be available to them that they didn't think so. With that first pick in the second round, it's like, hmm, maybe we could trade with the Steelers. Maybe we could give them a really good deal. Like, I don't know, a second and a third or two thirds or something like that. I don't know. And and really sweeten it and... Um, or maybe the Steelers could just, you know, pick whoever, you know, whatever, whatever they could, they could use that pick. So, um, maybe they could, you know, work some way. I mean, but, but three picks in the top 50 is just really exciting 
you could yeah you could get and, something good for, with those with those three picks that, you and know. i think that's what i mean i mean they're they're in such a good position that they haven't been in years uh to improve themselves in a draft with some youth um and, and again free agency and, and, it, and it just it's going to be very interesting these next couple of months once we get past the playoffs if you're you know into watching the rest of some of these teams which you know uh, I always find it funny though. I just somebody was just telling me this today. I was talking to somebody from Dick's corporate headquarters, and they're like, you know, they're going to release the ratings after the Super Bowl, and it'll be like the city that was in it, the city that was in it, and then Pittsburgh will be right there with a bigger rating share than half the nation because we love we love the Super Bowl. Here, we love so. our football. We love. I, I, we I know I do. I, yeah. I, this this past weekend is is one of my favorite weekends because like the wild card weekend yeah sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad but it's like there's teams that make the playoffs that that aren't very good and they they get weeded out but the individual round that's when the good teams play each other and for the most part and 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 that's when the the good games happen and then yeah and now we get the the conference championships and who knows what's gonna happen i think i think it's gonna be eagles Bengals. um Although I kind of would like to see Chiefs Eagles so we could have the Andy Reid Bowl. <laughs> um, that would be fun. That yeah. would be fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking it's it, – although, man, that, the 49ers defense, they are so good. Uh, and they remind me of those, you know, early 2000, mid-2000 Steelers defenses. Um, I just don't know if Brock Purdy is going to be able to keep doing what he's doing, but – We've seen something like that before. I think Purdy is is basically Cinderella, and at some point the 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 clock's going to strike midnight. I just don't think I th- I think he's just overrated. But at the same time, isn't that what the Steelers are kind of trying to do? The 49ers are what the Steelers wish they were. You know, yeah. Um, you know, uh, offensive weapons, amazing defense. But the problem is the 49ers actually do it. And the 49ers actually have a good offensive line. And that yes. that makes all the difference in the world. Cause when you have a good offensive line, your quarterback has time. And even a seventh round rookie can look good when you have time and you have all those weapons. My goodness. Yeah, no, it's if there's a team that can beat the Eagles, it's the Niners. Because uh, I don't think if Dallas was somehow won uh, last week, they weren't gonna, they were not gonna beat Philadelphia. It's gonna be, a, you know, they're gonna kill them. But the Niners have a chance, so that's gonna be a great championship game. It warms my heart when the when the Cowboys lose. It's so, oh, it's great. It's great. It's just a wonderful thing. <laughs> it, it restores really my faith in humanity. Of uh, God. Just so arrogant. There's all so, oh, the arrogance. I was, I was actually kind of thought. I, I actually thought that the, the Cowboys would pull an upset, but then you just hear that the, the arrogance from their fans. It's like, oh, please, please lose, Cowboys. And, and they just, and, and and you know, they. I mean, we complain about lack of playoff success. My goodness, I haven't been to a <laughs> conference championship in like thirty years. Or a Super Bowl. We know last time what happened in the Super Bowl. We won't go there much further than mentioning that. But uh, that's a top five worst thing for Steeler fans to even talk about. But um, where were yeah. you? I bet, I bet you know exactly where you were on, on Super Bowl 30. Oh, yeah. I know where I was. I know what we were doing. And just 
I yeah, was at I, mean, a, uh, I, I was at a friend's house and I, I've never been there before and I've never been there since. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was there was there was like I don't know I mean the house was like full of people and we were all watching like various TVs and stuff. There was one Cowboys fan and he was so obnoxious. I'm like, oh, oh, Neil O'Donnell, Neil O'Donnell. <laughs> All right, since we're bringing up Neil O'Donnell, what did you think about Mendenhall's comments this week? I mean, what, what do you, you know, say? oh, he's he's blaming Ben and, and he's taking a shot at Ben's leadership and bringing up the whole fumble thing again. And it's just, you know, Richard, it's getting old. Uh, and and I'll tell you why, because both Joe and I are old enough that we remember, and when you say the fumble, there's one guy, Ernest Biner. And, yeah. you know, the tackle missed that one, too. Ernest Finer didn't blame anybody else. He sucked it up. He got traded. And he also went on and won a Super Bowl at the Redskins and played very well at the time of the Redskins. Um, Mendenhall just won't let it die. You know, and I mean, like, sorry, dude, you blew it. You yeah, maybe there could have been a better block. You, you know, A.J. Hawk took the ball away from you, bud. You, you single-handedly blew it. You you were yeah. – Mendenhall was the reason they lost that Super Bowl. Yeah. wasn't um, Ben's fault. wasn't Mike Tomlin's fault. Was it, it was you. Uh, one thing about Ben, um, he has a podcast now, and honestly, yeah. I'm surprised that he's not uh, – he's kind of restrained in, in what he says and he's not, you know, making headlines and he's not being a pain in the butt. I mean, he's been asked about Matt Canada many times and nobody, nobody knows him better than him. And he easily could, could just trash him. And he, he's, he's, he's keeping nice. And that's, I, I thought that was very interesting that he, that he's so restrained and not, you know, yeah, and I think it just takes us back to our original conversation. I, I respect that, Joe, because, again, I, I if if the Steelers would have finished top 15 or if he would have improved from 23rd to 18th or something, 17th, you'd have been like, okay, but you're 23rd again. You're the bottom half of the league back-to-back years. I, I, now, he is in the last year of his contract. I don't know what the details of the contract are. It escapes me. But um, they would have to buy him out, you know, if they were to fire him. And I, I can't imagine it's that much to have to spend. But, you know, I, I don't know if that would play into it. But, you know, back-to-back years of 23 out of I, 32. I keep hearing that the reason they kept Matt Canada is because, oh, my God, they would have to pay him. They wouldn't have to pay another offensive coordinator. Come on, guys. This is a multi. <laughs> I can't imagine the profits the Steelers make. I, I mean, being an NFL franchise, you're printing money, especially when you're Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they can afford the whatever they're giving Matt Canada, probably like a million dollars or something. Like, probably yeah. it's probably hey, chump change. It's not uh, that can't be the reason. That can't be the Rooney's can't be that cheap that they say, right? Oh, no, or, no. You, I guarantee you, if we started a fan GoFundMe to pay Matt Canada's salary, we would hit that by February 1st. <laughs> Buy out Matt Canada. <laughs> Buy out Matt Canada GoFundMe. I would, uh, I, I, I would, um, we would probably raise millions of dollars. I would convert that to pennies and put it in <laughs> dump trucks and just dump it at the door of Akersher Stadium and just. There, here is your Matt Canada go away money. Here we go on, on behalf of all Steelers fans. Right. 
Thank oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I, but, I, yeah, that's our, that's our hope is that there is a consultant that comes in and, and uh, consults, consults. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah, yeah. Um, how about throwing away? How about throwing out the plays that that suck? How about well, let's get rid of those? Let's let's start, let's start there. Yeah. Yep. And, um, um, but yeah, did Kenny throw some picks? Yeah. He didn't match Ben's picks when Ben threw 18 his rookie year or 15, uh, somewhere in there. It wasn't a great rookie year, but you could see the promise. All of us saw the promise with Kenny Pickett. There's no doubt. Uh, and anybody that's hating on him, whether you're a Penn State fan, you're just a pick guy, you're just hating on him because you don't want to see it. He's a good quarterback. End of story. Doesn't matter whether if he went to Pitt or Arkansas State, he's a good quarterback, lots of promise. And that's where that's where the tension is, Joe. It's like, okay, we got the guy. He's the guy. We need the guy that's going to help harness that and lead that. And I just don't feel we have it. And the people that defend him no matter what, he's not perfect. So chill out. All right. right. It's let's stop with the extremes. You, you, just because just because you don't like that he went to pit, you can't hate on him. And just because he did go to pit and you love pit, you can't defend him no matter what. It's in the middle. It's in the middle. He's yeah. he's, he's good. He's getting better. He's not great yet. Chill, everybody. Right. Right. He's not there yet, but we, we saw signs. Um, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, there's hope. And um, yeah. So at this point, Joe, I mean, okay, it's Matt Canada. You know, what are we going to do to make it better? Um, give Matt Canada a better offensive line. Uh, let's see a healthy, a healthy Calvin Austin, the third, uh, you know, and I think he has it. I mean, he's got the tight ends. He's got decent wide receiver depth. Uh, you know, we ended up having a decent center. I think they're okay at center. Um, but they need depth, uh, picket, obviously good running backs. Fine. Um, you know, I think they can say goodbye to your favorite guy there. Uh, Ian Snell, uh, <laughs> oh, Benny Snell football. Yeah. yeah. Bye, 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 ben. yeah. bye, bye, Benny. Yeah. A little pirate shot there, but yeah. Uh, oh, Ian Snell. Yeah. Ian Snell, yeah, Benny the, Snell, old, yeah. the old pitcher. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> no, you take, take care of, uh, Benny Snell. I mean, um, we have I, it there and that's why I think, boy, you know, Offensive line, get that fixed, and I wonder if, bring it together. If, I wonder if Derek Watts coming back. He was making a lot of money. He was, he was. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Four point five mil, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot for basically special teams. I think, yeah, it, I think it's almost go a little cheaper the, uh, there. Almost bad as the Jeff Carter and Kaplan contracts. That uh, yeah, but that's what I mean. I mean, right? I mean, you look at the parallel, and I, you know. Uh, we can, I think, officially say that uh, Ron Hexall has not done a great job since coming over GM for the Penguins. Way too much money to give to Jeff Carter. Uh, way too much money to give the captain. And because of that, we're basically hosed this year. We we have no money really to go get anything we need. We need a we need another puck moving defenseman uh, other than Latang. Uh, there's a lot of things they need, and we don't we can't have it. So that's why again, biggest draft in over a decade, maybe 15 years for the Steelers. And it's on Omar Khan and Tomlin to come together and make it right and, and free agency. Huge, huge off season. We'll yeah. see. They had a good off season last year, but now this is, and, and, you know, this is Omar Khan's first, first off season. Maybe, maybe not, 
but maybe he'll say, okay, some of these guys are Colbert's guys. I don't want them go. I mean, I know it's, it's more, it's more complicated than that. And I know, yeah. I know Tomlin has a lot to say in that, but I want, I just wonder if it's going to be a different philosophy. It should be interesting. I, I get the feeling it is. He seems a little more radical. And I think the Steelers need some radical, um, you know, and, and, you know, they need to take some chances. They need to go get some guys and, and they need to draft the right guys. So yeah, uh, it, it, I don't think I've ever looked forward to a draft as much as this year's because, I mean, I think last year we all kind of knew most likely we're drafting Kenny Pickett. Now the center from Iowa was probably right there in the mix. Um, you know, Ravens got him and he worked out great. Of course he did because he went to the Ravens. Um, but this one, maybe even more anticipation, you know, because of what we have. Um, because you're coming off of going seven and two. Uh, yeah, you went two and six to start off the year. But um, I think a lot hinges on this. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be fun. And, and you know, it's it's no use looking at mock drafts and stuff now. There are so much that's going to happen. In oh, the I next couple months. <laughs> yeah, people putting it on Twitter. I wouldn't mind this. I'm like, dude, you don't even know. You don't know anything, bro. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> just stop. Yeah. Um, I I yeah, you just it, you know, the only thing you can look at right now is maybe round one and and pick and choose who you think you'd like to see. You start going rounds two, three, and four. I mean, that's impossible to do that right now. Uh, I mean, there could be a it's like a, it's like a fantasy football draft. What if there's a run on receivers? What if there's a run on tight ends or defensive linemen? I mean, I could force anyone's hand. Uh, it's kind of funny how they it, it parallel each other, but that's true. How many times have you sat in your fantasy football league and there go the quarterbacks and you're like, uh-oh, I better. Strategy yeah. changed. Uh-oh. Yep. Yeah. And that's yeah. funny. Every mock draft expert, their draft is invalid after the first trade. That's it. <laughs> everything goes to hell. It's like, oh, well, this, this, everything that I said, never mind. Um, yeah, uh, yep. uh, yeah. I, I just like doing those mock draft simulators because it's like, okay, it's your turn to draft. What do you, what's out there? It's like, ooh, do we want an offensive tackle? Do we want a linebacker? Do we want a quarterback? You know, that's fun to do. But guys, don't take them seriously because, come on, nobody. Shut yeah, up, guys. I, I'm with you on that. Like, I could, I could go for like if you put uh, offensive tackle, DB, linebacker, something like that. But when you're actually starting to throw these kids' names out. Um, you have no clue past the first round. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. All right, sir. Thank you very much. Yep. I feel better. I got some things off my chest. Seriously, Steelers, <laughs> don't draft. No, don't draft Jordan Addison. Do not. Don't. Do not do it. You know what? I hate him. Not him. I don't blame him. Um, but the way USC took him, I hate. I hate University of Southern California. They could all go to hell. I, I. I don't. I don't care. I hate how that whole thing went down. I get that's how college football is now. But they stole him from Pitt. Yeah, he made more money this year than Juju Smith-Schuster did in Kansas City. I mean, there's no way a college receiver should make more than a pro receiver should. No way. Um, I. I don't like USC either. But the NIL, not a fan. Um. It's going to get it's good. Everything's shaking down from the whole NIL thing is going to just be it's just going to see how that whole shake all that all shakes out. I wonder if we're going to get kind of like in baseball where you have your rich teams and your poor teams, you're going to have your rich schools and your poor schools. And like, you know, somebody has a really good year at a small school and they're like, okay, here I go. Going to transfer somewhere else. Um, I saw. 
I don't know who it was. It was it was one of the draft prospects, and they're like very surprised that he actually might enter the draft because he's making more money in college from the NIL stuff. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? It's like, you know what? I think I'll stay in school and make some money instead of instead of what uh, what I could make in the NFL. How crazy but is there that? There was an, uh, even more of a glaring stack. I think the portal closed last Friday. Um, so there's a deadline for it. And I think there was a ridiculous amount of – there was like 1,400 guys that entered the portal, and there was more than half of them returned back to their teams. So I look at that in two ways. One, you didn't get what you wanted. Uh, two, you tried to leave. Now you're coming back. I mean, what's that say to your teammates? You know, what I mean, do you, really, what do you do? What do you, it's like, it's like, if it's like if you quit your job and you come back like Costanza, like, oh, hey guys, I'm back. Like, <laughs> didn't you tell us to screw off? Didn't you tell us you don't want to be here? Now you're, now you're crawling back on your hands and knees. Okay, dude. Get, right. get to the back of the line, get to the back of the depth chart. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot going on. I don't You football. can't be T-bone anymore. Yeah. Football isn't like, you know, like a plug and play kind of sport, like baseball or something like that. You need years to develop and work with an offense or work with the work with the coaches and stuff. You don't just jump from team to team year to year. Heck, we even see that in the pros people, people, you know, we get a free agent and that free agent stinks or something like that. That's a huge gamble. That's, that's going to be interesting to see how that all, uh, shapes up yeah and i have a feeling that penn state fans uh, you know i mean maybe i'm being hypocritical there because i tell you what they they just grabbed two stud receivers in the transfer portal um that they needed bad and they got them uh i mean i, I have a feeling penn state's gonna be very good next year most of that team is returning um they're gonna be tough uh and a big part of that's because of transfer portal because if they didn't get those wide receivers uh once malik uh, Williams out of Florida State and the, the kid from Kent State who uh, really turned some heads this year. Uh, you know, um, a lot of people thought he could have gone, you know, top three rounds in the NFL and he still decided to stay in college. And like you said, though, because he's probably going to make more money. Um, so it's like a two way street. Like, well, yeah, but we got this, you know. Uh, but for me, it's just, again, I wonder about what that says about just a lot of things, you know, in, in the way you look at it. Um, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't think it was fair to pit to lose Addison to USC because they paid him so much money. Um, you know, there's a couple of games you could have used him. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's true. That's and, true. Uh, you know, yeah, but hey, they can draft him, Joe, if it's like the fifth round, he's still there, but don't draft him the first four rounds. That's my, that'd be my only contention. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's also funny how much money goes around with this NIL stuff. Like, yeah, you're, you're throwing millions of dollars. If they only used some of that, some of those millions of dollars for the, for the Mac Canada buyout fund, then, then the Steelers would be in better shape. Or it's like you say, I mean, it's, it's sadly kind of like the pirates. I mean, you could say to like this kid from Kent state, like, look, you didn't get picked by a big school, go to Kent state, build your resume. And then your sophomore year, you can leave for one of the bigger schools. That kind of sucks for Kent state. You know, it kind yeah. of sucks for Toledo or Buffalo, you know, and some of these Mac schools um, where, you know, you had a guy like Big Ben who went all, what, four years to Miami and, you know, I mean, did it the right way, uh, you know, became a stud. A player like Big Ben would would spend one year at Miami, have a good year, and then he would go to Notre Dame or Clemson Michigan. or Oklahoma or Michigan right. or something like that. Or something, and that's just how it's going to be. And it's all 
going to trickle down. But I mean, really, it's kind of how it was anyway. It's like Alabama is always good. Georgia is always good. Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson. It's always like the same five or six teams. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, we, we, we definitely will. It's just uh, interesting how it's going to be, though, here with, with all that change and all that all the kids that are coming out this year. It's a pretty good class with a lot of talent. So hopefully we can capture some of it, Joe. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be and it's going to be fun with all those draft picks. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Thank you, Bears, for Chase Claypool. We will we will <laughs> we, we will cherish that 30 second pick very much. Yes. That was that was one of the best stories of the year is after they traded Chase Claypool it was like, okay, root for the Bears to lose. And they sure lost. They lost like every game after they got him. Yeah. And I think uh, um, he only had like seven or eight catches. Like the, he was horrible. Like, he, he was bad. We knew that. Who knew? Who knew? Who saw that coming besides every Steelers fan? <laughs> Whenever they traded Chase Claypool, we're like, good luck. <laughs> Somebody wanted him. Right. Yeah, thanks oh, a lot. Oh, boy. All right, sir. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks, Joe. Have a good night. Hey, we'll see you.